Today I have a great show, and it's a very Taoist show for you. Season 2, Episode 8, Moderation. I'm going to discuss the concept of moderation. For the question of today, I'm going to answer a question about my impression of a popular book about the Tao Te Ching. Coming up on your favorite podcast show, Cup of Tao. Starting right now. You're listening to Cup of Tao with your host, Chris L. McClish. Chris is a man with many roles, many journeys, and one spirit. Hey, welcome to the show. Okay, let's talk about moderation. Leatsu often challenges us to be efficient. He says that we're inclined to do the excess, maybe to our detriment. Because of greed and ego, we tend to over-sharpen the blade and then wonder why the sword breaks. He tells us to do what's necessary, to take what we need and then get the heck out of the way and let nature take its course. Recently, I decided to do some job hunting maybe look at getting back into the workforce and out of my semi-retirement. I noticed that most job ads say something like this, we're looking for the one who will go the extra mile, or we're looking for the winner, someone who outperforms the top salesperson, someone who's driven and has a track record of success, willing to work nights and weekends, who has a strong work ethic, are you an overachiever? Are you willing to work hard to make a great commission? We need a rock star who will shine above all others. I could go on, but I think you get the idea. Notice we don't see too many ads that say, looking for a great balance between home life, family, and work? We will take care of you without laying you off due to financial reasons. You can guarantee retiring from us. We don't want the best showboat-type people. We want someone who works smarter and not harder. Apply at any age. In Judo, I follow Jigoro Kano, the founder of Judo's motto, which is maximum efficiency with minimal effort. I notice that that doesn't mean being lazy. Instead, it means not overdoing it. It means finding the technique that works the best without overexerting yourself. I have traditionally been guilty of being an overachiever, someone who is a perfectionist who puts his heart and soul into what I do. Of course, that didn't prevent me from hating to sit in those staff meetings where employees were threatened by management that they need to be in the high achiever category or look elsewhere for a job. As some of my longtime listeners know, I didn't think threats are good for motivating people. And they often cause the reverse effect, which is people often begin to hate their jobs. Listeners also know that I have quoted before how Leiatsu doesn't have a fondness for those who boast, brag, and showboat their accomplishments. Do your work and then let go. Don't boast. Don't put it out there how you are the best employee and how everyone should bow down to you. No matter what your role is, no matter what your socioeconomic status is, or how much money you make, or what kind of car you drive, get over yourself. Now, there's nothing wrong with being good at something, 
and being proud of it, there's nothing wrong with working your way to the top and taking pride in that. However, there are those that think themselves responsible for being high and mighty. But you are lucky to be born at the right place in the right family and to get some lucky breaks in your life by meeting the right people. And you should be thankful for where you are. If you want to judge others for not being where you are, get over yourself. Remember, we can't take our houses our possessions, our status with us when we die. It all turns to dust. Look around you. Look at your house, your office, your chair, your car. It will not last. Heck, I bet most of your possessions and stuff will be given away at some point after you pass anyway. I used to tell addicts, the ones that I worked with in groups and in sessions over the years, a very harsh truth. When you take away your alcohol, your drugs, or whatever, there's still no guarantee that your life will be great. You could still have pain, maybe even more pain since your coping mechanism is gone. You could still get hit by a bus tomorrow. The only thing close to a guarantee is I can see your life getting worse if you stay on the alcohol, meth, cocaine, or whatever it is that's destroying your life right now. take a child out of a hostile and abusive family, there's still no guarantee that she will be happy without mom or dad, or that the foster family will not be worse. No guarantees. We like to think of life in absolutes and black and white, without looking at the middle, without looking at the gray area. But there often are no black and white absolutes in life. When choosing, the Buddhists say to seek the middle path, and as Taoists, we are right there with them. Moderation. We tend to think if something is good, more of it is better. Notice that our houses, our dinner plates, our carbon footprint, and our egos keep getting bigger. Choose moderation. And if you think you're high and mighty and above it all, get over yourself. Time for the question of today. Today's question comes from Lily in Stockholm, Sweden. Lily writes, What do you think of Dr. Wayne Dyer's interpretation of the Tao Te Ching in his book, Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life? Lily, I think the best version of the Tao Te Ching is the one that speaks to you and the one that you need to hear. Dr. Dyer, who is no longer with us, I think he passed away in 2015 of a heart attack. His version has a very Western slant. He mentions the Tao as being like God. He discusses things about how the Tao is a limitless source of things that we can tap into for prosperity and how the Tao wants things for us, etc. For a Westerner or someone who has a traditional notion of the divine, that he or she can't see beyond, this version will speak to that person. Therefore, I can neither criticize nor can I recommend any certain versions, including this one. Some Tao Te Ching versions are just that. They're versions as opposed to translations 
because they're not direct translations since the person making the version didn't know Chinese nor the older kanji characters. For this reason, some people are critical of really westernized versions and adamantly state that a direct translation is the best. Yet, if you read a direct translation and you get no value off of it, then it doesn't matter how pure the translation is. So I think the one that you find that really speaks to you and that has the wisdom of moderation, humility, and compassion, I think that's the version that will work best. Personally, I have several versions that I like, such as the Fang in English version, the Stephen Mitchell version, and more recently, I really like Benjamin Oliver's version. Thank you for that great question, Lily. Before I end the show, I have a few quick messages for you. Don't forget to subscribe to my show in your podcast player app or to the RSS feed. You can find my email address, contact information, a disclaimer, and more information in the show notes, so please check those out. Be sure and purchase my book, Accepting Life on Life's Terms, Taoist Psychology for Today's Uncertain Times. Look for the book wherever you buy books. Available in written and digital format. Hey, that's all for today's show. I'll see you next week. Have a good week. May peace and love be with you. Thank you for listening. Bye. is a Code CMC production.